Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yo, what's going on? Hope all is well. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is Nice and Neat, the podcast. With three quintessential friends dedicated to the 360 degree development of men. Our goal is to not only share our experiences, but offer as much value as we possibly can through the lessons we've learned along the way. When I say we talk about everything, we talk about everything. Character, discipline, career development. Oh, and let me not forget, we get real personal. Now make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our episodes. Write a review. Let us know what you think. Enjoy. Big energy. Hold on. Big energy. Big. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road, the rest get left behind. You see me? To the hundreds, pledge allegiance, I stand. I'm going to pull four in the fucking white sand. I give it all to this fucking mic stand. If it's been done before, then I know I can. I'm on the rise, I'm trying to keep a level head. She want my time, she begging me to give me Nick. Okay, 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 okay. Yo, what's the deal, y'all? I hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan, and this is another episode of Nice and Neat. And um, as I'm sure many of you guys noticed, we've been gone for some time. It's been a lot of things happening in the world um specifically in america over the last couple of weeks over the last month and you know it's been very disheartening fellas it's been mm-hmm. you know um i don't know if people seen steve kerr speak out about it but the tragedy that happened in te- in texas um the tragedy that happened in buffalo um we definitely want to extend our prayers and condolences to every one of those families, every one of the victims and everyone involved. And, um, you know, it's just unfortunate that we have to keep going down this path, but definitely want to extend our prayers and our condolences to the families involved. And, um, man, we just hope that some sort of change happens. Some sort of legislation is implemented to where we don't have to continue to go down this path and we don't have to continue to, uh, use our voices in order to try to persuade people to save human lives. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's, it's been weighing on a lot of a lot of us, and um, you know I just wanted to get that message out there for you guys before we begin talking about anything else uh, on our platform. So the fellas of Nice and Neat, we definitely want to send our condolences to the families. Also, we we also want to remind you there is an election coming up to where you can use your voice by voting so make sure you go to the elections you can mail it in you can show up on the 7th and um 
that is that is how we can make a difference. How we can make a real change is by voting. I know some people may look at it and they may not feel that, but you know, before we get to the point to where we have to question if our voice even matters, let's do the things that are even implemented for us to be able to make some change by voting. So make sure you head out to the polls and do that. Fellas, anything you guys want to say? No, man, I just just echoing what you said, bro. Man, our hearts and our thoughts and prayers go out to all the families and victims affected. Um, it's a tragic situation that's going on, and we hate to continue, like you said, we hate to continue to get up here and talk about um, the unfortunate things that are happening in the world, specifically in America, but this is real, and um, yeah, we gotta do something about it. So like Jalan said, man, let's make sure we're exercising our right to vote, using our voice on the 7th, showing up, mailing in those elections, um, I mean, mailing in those polls, pulling up to the stations, have to get that vote in um, because every every vote counts. Our voice matters um, as much as we may not think that it does. You know, there's so many different things on um, on a state level, you know, and then, you know, um, a um, what's the word I'm looking nation, for? A nation, nation, nation a national level, you know, so um, there's different things that we could be voting for that can make a difference, you know, in the world. So I encourage all of us to get out there and exercise our right to vote. Yeah, man, just um condolences and, and and prayers man from us and um i think we we just got to try to do the best we can as individuals um to make the biggest difference we can as a community it's a sad situation um you know but we're just hopeful for the best and and, and you know we're just praying so. also want to definitely extend a major <coughs> major some major respect to uh Steve Kerr, and um, he has they're they're playing in the finals this evening. So want to send some major respect to them and him just using his voice. I'm wearing my jersey representing the finals. I'm a Laker fan, but um, want to send some love to the Warriors uh, as they go against the Miami. Want to send some love to the Warriors as they go against the Celtics in this year's finals. But fellas, we're here. What's we up? here. We are here. What's we up, back. baby? It's been it's been some time, you know. Obviously, as we said, it's been a lot going on. It's been a lot going on in the world. It's been a lot going on in our personal lives, and um, it's been a lot going on in pop culture too. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot going on in pop culture, you know, um, specifically music. Mm-hmm. It's been some interesting conversations going on in music. Uh, I don't know. You guys listen to Jack Harlow's album? Yeah. What y'all think about Have it? I. I think it's fire. fire. Slappers. Yeah, I think I think it's a good album, man. He's getting some backlash for it. He's, Why? You say he's getting some backlash he's getting for some, his He's album? getting some backlash a little bit for the album, but more so kind of... Um, for being white? That's what it sound like. That's what it sound like to me. <laughs> it sound like getting backlash. That's what it sound like. Let's, just call, it, let's call it what it is. It sound like getting, he, call, he, it, call it what it is, man. He's getting backlash for being good at rapping while white. That's crazy. That's what it sound like. He dope. That's what it sounds like. It's not about his album. His album's good. I think most people think his album is good. I think so. It's crazy. I actually, right? saw, I actually saw this this post on Instagram, and it was from like this um, like a hip hop blog or music blog, and it actually rated his album a three out of ten. Wow. <sighs> I can't do that. Wow. I, I said, how how, I how could you even how could you rate an album that has Snoop, Pharrell, Justin Timberlake, Drake, and Wayne on it a three? Them names alone, there's no way that, that a project could be three out of ten. Well, maybe, maybe. There's those, no way. Maybe those names make the 
the judging scale harder, right? Because you got all these guys on this album, it needs to be fire. So it's a little pri- it's a little more harsh. Three right? out of ten, dude? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Three. Know. I don't know, but I like Jack Harlow. I like Jack Harlow, and I think he's getting a lot of uh, criticism, which is kind of, which sucks as just him being an artist. It sucks because, like, a lot of things that are, you know, he can't control his skin color, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he's just, you know, he's stepping into a field in an arena that is dominated, that's, you know, uh, um, something that started with our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, I think I, I, don't, I think he could rap, man. I think he could rap. I think his album's good, and I just feel like people should get off his back for not knowing, you know, everything about hip hop. Where <laughs> where was his backlash at when what's popping was out? Mm, that's true. Where, like, where was his backlash then? That's true. A, a year and a half it. ago, nobody was talking this shit about him. Everybody was talking about so what's popping. I never brand new whip just hopped in. I never know, thought well, about that part. Well, it was it was he was doing an interview. And he was, they, they played some music for him. And it was the intro to a Brandy song, which a lot of people didn't know. Bro, I saw the interview with Ebro. I didn't know the song when it first came on. I am a Brandy fan, bro. So, so for our listeners, they were playing a, a, a song for, they were playing a song for Jack Harlow. It was the intro to a Brandy song. They asked him who the artist was before the beat dropped, correct? No, nah, sure before the, the beat dropped. This is just on the, the intro of the song. It was before the, um, a voice. Okay. Before a voice appeared on the, on the beat, over the beat. So before Brandy began singing and they asked him who it was, he was like, I don't know. They continued to play the song. And then he was, he was like, uh, I don't know. They was like, we'll give you a hint. It was like, her brother is known for putting on half of Hollywood, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, uh, I don't know. And they kept playing it. And then he says, Aaliyah. Yep. Because of the voice. Yeah. Because of the voice. He the hears voice. the voice. He, he says, said Aaliyah. He said Aaliyah. He said Aaliyah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're just like, yo, like, you don't know this. And honestly, so I'm just going to, honestly, I think a lot of the backlash came from, if you listen to his album, he has a lot of R&B samples on his album. So I feel like people expected him just the expectations. We talk about expectations all the time. Expectations will leave you with the most frustration. Mm-hmm. So I think people expected him to know who it was simply because his album held a lot of samples. So people began to call him a cultural appropriator. Appropriator. Man. See, that don't even make no sense to me, bro. Because, like, what does knowing a Brandy song have anything to do with hip-hop? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What does knowing a brandy song or not knowing a brandy song have anything to do with hip hop? I don't I don't yeah, I don't people... compete in the R and B world. Yes. What, regardless of what my samples are, right? Like that's that's not my space. Is it hip hop or is it culture? Because maybe it's not hip hop. I think it's culture. Maybe it's not hip hop, right? If we're talking about culture. What you t- I'm saying like, what's the what's the backlash for? Is because like you don't know everything in and out about the culture, or is it you don't know hip hop? Okay, so let's get into that then. Let's get into cultural appropriation. Let's get into that. By 
Jack Harlow being a white rapper, he's white and he raps. He's he's within the hip hop genre. Let's just start there. Do you feel like he's appropriating by that? Because I don't think we had these conversations with Eminem. Well, we didn't as our younger generation. Maybe the older generation did, but we didn't have these conversations with Eminem. By just being a rapper. By just being a rapper that's white because you're in a predominantly black you're in a predominantly black industry at that point. Do you feel like people say he's a cultural appropriator simply because he's white? No. Or well, no. What's cultural appropriation mean first and foremost? Shit, I'm still trying to figure it out, right? Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and say that Culture appropriation is people taking um, certain practices or certain just a, a, a lifestyle, right, and implement implementing those things into their own lifestyles and not giving credit, credit to where they got it from. Great definition. Great, great personal definition. Because I'll read the actual definition. Cultural appropriation is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of practices, customs, or aesthetics of one social or ethnic group by members of another typically dominant community or society. So what's the operative word? Dominant. Mm -mm. Did you say unacknowledged or unacknowledged? Unacknowledged. That's the operative word. Mm -hmm. So if I acknowledge it, I can't appropriate something I acknowledge. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if I'm a Jack Harlow, do I have to, and I'm, a, I'm using him as an example, right? I don't know if he's actually fits the bill, but if I'm a Jack Harlow and I don't verbally say, hey, I got my sound from this guy, or I started to rap because I was inspired by this guy, right? But it's in my music, but the people I'm around says it, right? But I, I acknowledge just, being, I, I acknowledge being inspired by just the the cultural icons. Isn't that enough? Or do I have to spell it out for guys? I feel like it's enough. I feel like it's enough because if we use somebody else, let's use another name like Eminem. We didn't require this from him. You know, you could use a, a, a like a another artist um, that's not a rapper. Let's let's use Justin Timberlake. We didn't require that from Justin Timberlake. You know what I mean? So. Why is it that we're requiring it from Jack Harlow today? Well, I like, know what, what is what is different about Jack Harlow that's that's well, unlike. Well, Justin Timberlake wasn't a rapper, so still was, he still was participating in our culture. So that's for sure, I mean, he came he came in under Timberland, bro. I think, I, I think that right there is it right there, though. Okay, so Eminem that, came. Eminem comes in under under Dr. Dre, and Jack Harlow comes in under DJ Drama. Okay, perfect. Who's DJ Drama? Is DJ Drama a black man? DJ Drama not black? I'm going to be honest. I, DJ Drama not black? I'll be honest. I don't know if he's black. I don't bro. know if he's black. I don't think he's black. So, like, I think it's, like, it's a, it's a, um, like, it's kind of like a, like a, uh, an unspoken pass that Eminem got with Dr. Dre. Because it was like, yo, Dr. Dre is giving him the pass. That means we kind of give him the so pass. We, so, he doesn't have to acknowledge for himself. So, he doesn't have to do it all the time for himself. Right, Justin Timberlake, he had Timberland. Like, oh, okay, he kind of get that pass. Like, I even looked up Jack Harlow's producers. Right, just I'm like, okay, like, where where can Jack Harlow's producers aren't aren't black either? So like, I'm like, Ugh, okay, 
maybe that is what makes it difficult. He hasn't got that cosign from somebody who kind of just took him under his wing and walked him in. I don't. I. I, I mean, if we look up. Let's look up DJ Drama. Hold up, the, hold up, though. But what? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say having Drake on your album, Wayne on your album, Pharrell on your album, producing as well as well as being featured on the album, Snoop on the album. A cosign? Oh, that's true, though. A I, cosign? That, that, bro, 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 bro. I look at it as they getting checks, too, though. I mean... Like, I don't look at it as like, yo, I'm taking this guy on because, like, I believe... No, no, but it's not, it's not even about that. It's not. It's about, like, how, like, they're addressing him on the on the track. Like, mm-hmm. like even, like, Snoop comes on and he's like, yo, yo, Jack, that's pimping right there, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way he talking to him is like, yo, you got that, uh, right? Even in, um, yeah. uh, uh, Drake referred to him as, like, Yo, like you got up, you up next. Yeah, he going places. Yeah, you, you you up next, basically. You know what I mean? So like, he getting a cosign from the legends. He getting a cosign from the juggernauts, bro. There's not one person that's featured on that album that nobody didn't. I grow up idolizing, and didn't want to be like, or didn't want to yeah. be featured with, or want to work with. You yeah. know, in their career, not one person. Yeah. So yeah. like, why why aren't those people good enough for the cosign? Like, why do I have to big, come out here and stand stand on on the ledge and say? And pay homage. Hey, uh, you also notice that we only we only um, try to charge people with culture appropriation when they're good. Mm. It's the only time we try to charge people, right? I've never heard of somebody getting charged with cultural appropriation when they trash. When they're good at what? What they do? I or can't good say at that. good at what they do or that. good at what they're doing? I should say, right? Because if Jack Harlow's trash, are I mean, you really cultural appropriating if you trash? You are though. But, but we, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care. So we, when you good, say that. when you yeah. good, we can't say that because it could be. It could be like okay. Now let's we're gonna continue to transition into cultural appropriation. If um, if if a, if a black woman, I'm gonna use specifically a black woman, sees a random white girl walking down the street with braids, she's gonna say something about it. She's gonna say that she's culturally appropriating. She's gonna say that. She's not going to be like, ah, she's, she's not that cute, so I'm not going to say anything about it. She's going to say something. So to Duke's point, only if somebody's good. Because now, now when we're talking about cultural appropriation, it has no ground to stand on, if that's the case. Because if you have to wait till something bothers you because of another characteristic or another trait, rather than just what it is, it has no ground to stand on. And that's why I think cultural appropriation is tricky, because it varies based on the individual like he said right Eminem Justin Timberlake all these people regardless they got the cosign like it is what it is is it cultural appropriation or not nothing outside of that should matter you know what I'm saying the definition said unacknowledged you acknowledge it don't like regardless of Timberland acknowledge it regardless if Dr. Dre acknowledges it you acknowledge it did you if you didn't it should be cultural appropriation. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, I, and I just feel like um, if that was the case, that, that would be it. But I feel like it's not the case because these guys verbally don't have to say it, but I think verbally through their actions, they show it, right? They probably show love to black people. They probably have, once they get on, they put black people on their features, right? Eminem found 50, right? So, I mean, he's probably, that's probably him paying his dues. 
and show and, and acknowledging. This this also isn't the first time Jack Harlow has been in the media for these type of things. Jack Harlow had his within his his debut album. I think he was something with the cover, right? The cover he had he was he had black women on his cover, and people were mad about that. People were upset about that. That's a lose lose, bro. In whose in who's, in who's favor for him? Mm-hmm. That's a lose lose. Putting black women on the cover? Yeah, I mean, because if he puts black women on the cover, you can say, "Hey, you're cultural appropriated." If you put a white woman on the cover, it's like, "Hey, yo, like, you're a rapper, like you're a rapper. What's up? Like, make some room for black women." It's a lose lose. That's a lose lose. People are trying to pick and choose what they want to be mad at. Right? It's actually just a black woman. It's one. It's one. How? That's not cultural appropriation. Yeah. And then also like, like also that's then, what he like. Also then like, at what <laughs> yeah, point? That's what he like. At what point? What point do we just say, okay, this person is inspired by black people. This person probably grew up around black black people. This probably wants probably wants to employ black people. This probably just he probably feels comfortable around black people and black culture. At what point? His homies probably right? black. At what point do we just say, oh, man, this is, this is, um, is it homage? I don't know. But it's, maybe it's not cultural appropriation. Maybe it's just like, this is preference. Because we don't know everyone's story, right? I just can't. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Look at somebody and based off their skin color and say, okay, you're not like me. I mean, you can as far as race goes, but as far as his upbringing, I can't, I'm not sure I can say that. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying with all things being fair, with all things being fair, everything being on an equal playing field. The interesting part about this definition that I've never read before. And we talked about this before, but the interesting part about this definition is typically dominant community or society. And that unacknowledgement coming from a typically dominant community or society. So you saying, oh, man, it's kind of people kind of should know. That grace doesn't exist in that because he is in a typically dominant community or society. He is in a typically dominant space by his skin color solely. So within that being said, you can't not acknowledge it. You can't not be like, ah, oh, they're supposed to know. It's not like if Omar's a rapper and he say a line from Blueprint 2 that everybody knows and they're like, everybody knows that's from Blueprint 2. It don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. He has to acknowledge. But he okay. But everyone is mad over. His, he didn't pick the song. No, I'm not. You I'm, know what I mean? Like, well, I'm, like, like you, the, the basically what you were just saying. If I pull out, if I pull a um a, a, a lyric from the Blueprint too and use it in my shit, you know what I mean? Like that was my choice, mm-hmm. right? I didn't get on Ebro in the morning and say, "Yo, play that song and let me guess it." Nah, you guys made that choice, right? But like, I probably have, I probably do know about culture. Things that I want, that I'm curious about, and that I care about, and things that like meant something to me, but Brandy may not mean nothing to me. That, that and that doesn't mean that like I, I'm, I'm what 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 is it? Culture uh, appropriate. Culture vulture. Oh, <laughs> same thing. That, that same thing. thing. It doesn't mean I'm a culture vulture or a culture appropriated. You know what I mean? That's just like not what I'm into. And that doesn't. That, I, I'm not wrong for that. 
You know what I mean? What if she what if she was never one of my inspirations? Or I'm never I wasn't influenced by her. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. or, or maybe I, I know you guys talk about her being like one of the greatest vocalists of all time. What if I don't feel like that? Oh, you can't not feel like I'm that. just saying, you can though. No, 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 you, nah, nah, you can't not feel like that. That's like saying I don't feel like Jordan's one of the best basketball players of all time. You can't. You can't feel like that, bro. No, you can't feel like that. Yes, you can. No, you can't though. You're lying to you. You're lying to you. I feel like that, but someone someone can, can though, bro. Like someone can. Listen, for the record, that's I, not, and, I, and that's not a, that's look, not the same that's not the same foundation of an argument, right? I think across the like it's it's very it's very possible that someone can leave Brandy out of the top five vocalists. Not, I, w- I they're, would definitely they're, leave her out of the top five. They're not educated in the space. They're not educated in the space. But someone that's not even educated to tell you Michael Jordan the best basketball player, one of the top five, it's not even educated. So it's different. It's it's only different because sports is much more popular in that space. That's the only way it's different. If we're talking, if it's even playing field and somebody's educated, there's nobody who's going to say that Brandy is not a top five vocalist. Sidebar, man. We I want to know from from the people, man, down below in the comments, drop it. Who are the top five female vocalists of all time? I gotta know. I gotta know. Wait, I, I gotta me, know. Let me ask you this, and then we get right back. Is Christina Aguilera up there? Best female vocalist? Top five? No. I don't. I don't know. Is she? I don't know. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but like, I Dammy think, said, yeah. That's okay. crazy. I think Kelly Price up there, fam. Oh, top five vocalist, female vocalist of all time. I get mine at the Whitney. 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 <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> Whitney. You know what? Whitney. I am a big Jennifer Hudson fan. She's a big voice. I she think, can blow. I think big, she, strong voice. I think she's. I'm gonna, throw, I'm gonna throw you guys a wild card. I'm gonna throw y'all a super wild card. Um, Yolanda Adams. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I seen her sing next to Fantasia one day, and I always thought Fantasia could really oh, sing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, she yeah. was singing next to Fantasia. I said, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, ooh!" ooh Yolanda's ooh, body and her right now. Ooh. You know. How do and, feel? And, and, and you know we young, so like. Don't kill us. Yeah, don't, we don't, don't know kill no us, guys. From the sixties and seventies, and was someone from the era put Diana Ross in there? I can't even hear her voice. I can't. Not as a vocalist. I can't hear her voice. Do as a vocalist. I don't even know. The, I don't. Um, Jasmine I don't have Sullivan. A, Jasmine you know. Sullivan. Yeah. 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 She wanted them. Yeah, she wanted them once. Yeah, she wanted them. She wanted them once. But I definitely got to put Christina Aguilera in there. Kelly Kelly Rowland. Nah. Kelly Rowland. Nah. Gave low like that. Nah. But we love you, Kelly. But we love you, Kelly. Nobody put Beyonce in there. Nah, she's Beyonce's the greatest of all time, though. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's like she. Well, who cares? <laughs> she's the greatest of all time. So it don't even matter. I don't, don't give a fuck what kind of vocalist you are. You're, you're the greatest. Nah, I, 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 just one more. Just one more. Just one more. One more. Yes, one we more. need one more. Let's get one more. Let's move. Um. Say we got Yolanda, Jasmine, <laughs> say Christina, Whitney, Brandy. Brandy. There you Brandy. go. There you go. There you go. Brandy. There you go. There you go. Brandy, that's the top okay. five right there. There you go. Hey, if you guys agree with our top five, then drop in the comments that you agree. Hey, if you don't. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-mm. Hold on. We got to rewind. That top five cannot fly. What's up? Nah, we cannot leave the top. We cannot like just get on without putting Ryan in the top five. Mariah. There is no, no way. I, I was thinking about Mariah, but me personally, I'm not crazy big on I, Mariah. You can't just like listen that. to her like. Nah. She's amazing though. Nah. She's amazing. She can do things with her voice. I mean, now first we, of all, if we, we start dumb having, sleep. We're dumb sleep. I was about to start saying we start having a Mariah conversation. We got to throw Ariana Grande in there. Like we got. It's like 
It's the whole thing. Adele. I'm standing on what I said. I am. <laughs> I do what? like Mariah though. I do like Mariah. But, you know, they all go Tiger Road. Tina? Who? Who? Who'd you say? I can't hear you. Tina. Oh. Tina Turner? T- no. No. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Oh no, y'all let us know. Drop y'all, it in comments. Y'all let us comment. know about that. Um, I did. I did one. I did one. It, it was making me think. We was talking about the Jack Harlow thing, and we kind of like transitioned to Eminem a little bit, and how we just kind of talked about Eminem. And I also think this is a different generation. That's the most important thing. I think this is a totally different generation, sure. as far as. When we're talking about like cultural appropriation, I feel like our generation was more of a um, it was more of a separatist generation, our generation, and this young generation now it's it's more it's much more collaborative. These kids these kids grew up watching what we created, and we can't tell somebody because they're not black that they can't enjoy something the same way that a a black kid enjoyed it Mm -hmm. you know because like hip-hop was created hip-hop was created what was hip-hop created in the late 70s 80s yeah Yeah. like hip-hop was actually being created not even 50 50 years old cool right it was a very very unpopular genre of music it was very very unpopular 90s hip-hop became more popular and the 2000s hip-hop became the most popular music genre. genre out there. So the kids that were born in the late 90s to the early 2000s, they grew up with it being the most popular music genre out there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like how mm-hmm. we grew up to where it was just like, nah, like you had to have a hard life and you just, it had to be tough. Like, nah, mm-hmm. they grew up and this was this was their pop culture. Yeah. So when we look at, we would look at kids and, you know, whether they're white, Mexican, Asian, um, Indian diving in to hip hop and they just like yo like I just love it because it was so popular it was the first thing that when I came to America I seen yeah it's how I learned English it's how I learned English yeah. it's how I learned the slang it's how I learned how to communicate with people yeah I feel like it's almost unfair to say you're appropriating now I kind of feel like when things become pop culture it kind of becomes very, very difficult to appropriate. I don't think it's like as if I'm just a regular black dude and I wear custom clothes on a Monday. I think that's cultural appropriation. Why am I wearing custom clothes, dude? Why would I do that? Just because. It's no event. It's nothing. I'm just wearing it because I feel like this this fit is fly. And it's like, I think it gets the, the it gets a little bit tough. So I'm saying now... How can we be a generation where we say we want to collaborate, but every time somebody collaborates with what we do or what we like or what we know, we say it's appropriation? We have to evolve our thinking. Just like the times are evolving and um, the culture is evolving and the, the genre of music is evolving, you know, our, our, our mentals have to evolve. You know what I mean? Like, just like what you were saying. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? 
Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Um, like hitting back to it being a different time like back then you had to do your homework you had to study on who were the top five illest MCs in 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 the world because like i gotta make sure my rhymes is right you know what i mean like you had to do you didn't have the access to you know a plethora of music on every streaming platform that's available to find artists that are all over the world you didn't have that you had to do real homework now these today these kids don't have to do that you know what I mean? It's not even that hard to get into the studio and make a song. I mean, studio is right here in your closet now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, like it, it is. It is different, and they we shouldn't hold them to the same standard. The standard has to has to has to has to change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like you know, it, it, I think what we ha- just have to do is people is just evolve our thinking. You know what I mean? And once we evolve our thinking, then we wouldn't consider culture appropriating. You know, I don't think that's that's right. my opinion on that. It's not the same. It's, it's not. Just, it's just different, man. I think that. We we just have this thing where we try to just hold on to every single thing and hoard everything that we feel like we started and not let no one else touch it. Yeah. And be the gatekeepers for it. And it and again, it changes by person. Yep. By person. Some people we say, yo, like it's cool, you can fuck with it. If we like you, it's all good. It doesn't come off come come off as culture appropriation. Also, don't get too big. Because if you get too big, now we got to call you out for it. Too big, too fast. Don't get too big, too fast. Now we got to call you out for it. But if you just become successful but not get too big and don't get bigger than the people that started it, all right, cool. But once you start getting bigger than the people that started it, that's when it's a problem, right? And when we make things, when we make things, bro, the way I think it should be, bro, once we put it out into the world, it's out in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's out in the world, right? We can't try to, um, you know, hoard things and say this is ours and no one else can experience it. You know why? Because we don't do that. Yeah. When people put other things out in the world, we go experience it. Yep. Lil Nas is a country artist, bro. I, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'll say two years ago, we <laughs> shoes on the other foot. Lil Nas is a country artist, yeah. and as a black, yeah. as a black community, and Lil Nas being one of our you know, people, how would we feel if people were telling him and that? Well, country, they were. And they say, were. Hey, okay, hey, yo, you're, you're culture appropriating. We're like, nah, man, he liked country music. That's what they told him. 
he likes country music, yeah. bro. And who are we to say, like, we're going to be now, look, when, when, when the country music folk is telling them, hey, yo, you're, you're culture appropriating, yo, we're going to get behind Lil Nas and say, hey, no, you're not. Yeah. Right? You, you believe in that, stand in that. Yep. The same way we got to, that's the same way we got to, in the same mentality we got to take into Jack Carlo. Yep. It's the same way, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand, you know, like, the, the, the issue it's just the issue. Like, it's okay that people can experience our culture. It's okay. It's okay. Because we do it too. Facts. You know what I mean? Yep. In the first half, we addressed uh, Lil Nas X mm-hmm. as a country artist. Yes. Right? And I think this is the interesting part right here. This is the interesting part. We address him as a country artist. We know that he honestly, truth be told... He, pr- he probably had the biggest country hit in the last, for that year, for sure. For sure. For that year. Let's not, I don't want, I don't listen to enough other country songs to say that there was a bigger <laughs> one, but that was the biggest one of the year. And I remember it was something that real controversial that happened. I just want to look it up to make sure I remember. But Billboard decided Old Town Road wasn't a country song and pulled it off of the country charts early. Yep. I'm not going to say anything, but why do you guys think that happened? What do you mean? Why do you think it happened? Because they felt like he was culture appropriating. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what happened. And you know what happened after that? He gets a co-sign. Who does he get a co-sign from? Billy Ray Cyrus. Miley Cyrus' father. He gets a co-sign. They put the song back on the Billboard charts. So, like, you do need a co-sign. Yes, but what I'm, what I'm saying is black people were in uproar when it happened. Right? So we do understand the idea of not being, not growing up in a genre and being successful in it and wanting to be respected in that genre. We understand that idea. Do we think, do we think that white people are in an uproar because Jack Harlow is not, is not considered or... I don't know how we feel about white people being in an uproar, but I, I don't know even that, think they're in an uproar right, about this. But I just know that a I think lot we of, in an uproar about this. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> this shit is stupid. That, that's what I'm that's saying. Stupid. Why, this shit is stupid. Why are we in an uproar about this? Because you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, we would do the same. We would want the same thing. Absolutely. And, and it's proven with uh with the little Nas X. It's yeah. proven, bro. And that makes me ask y'all. Is it, it, I want to say, is it fair, but can black people, by black people's definition, culturally appropriate? By black people's definition or by the definition? By black people's people's definition. Hey, I don't know how it looks written out. I just know how it feels. By black people's definition, right? By uproar, based on the uproar for the, in the last 10 years of everyone calling this person, can black people, do black people think that they can culture appropriate? That's just like, for real, like just, do y'all think that black people feel like they can cultural, cultural appropriate? And get and it's okay. Is that what you're saying? Like they could do it. Or now, cultural appropriation like is never okay. That's what, okay. That, that's what it is, right? That's, I mean. That's, is it not? Cultural appropriation oh. is never like it's never a good thing. That's what I'm trying to say. If, okay. if you appropriate something, it's never a good thing. You know, yeah, let's right. just call it being a culture vulture. Okay, I think this just easier. <laughs> okay, this is easier because okay. vultures right. ah, it's, it's it's aggressive. Okay, so culture vultures never good, never good. They call Kim Kardashian a culture vulture. Okay, um, 
Rachel Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal. I, I, I never was quite. I never was quite like hip to the whole story. I just know she was white, pretending to be black, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think that's like blueprint culture vulture right there. That's. It like, doesn't get any more much clearer get, that, than that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I, don't answer the question. <laughs> don't ask the question. But is it? Is there any element of fairness when we're talking about culture appropriation with black people and others or black people and white people? Being honest? Being honest. No. Okay. It's not fair. Okay. Um, it's not fair. But now if we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to this definition and I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you why it's not fair. It's not fair because. I honestly believe the reason why black people get so infuriated when it comes to it is because they don't mentally feel like they're operating from a more dominant space. Mm. So everyone we else, feel inferior. we feel inferior. We feel inferior. So to be inferior already mentally mm. and someone takes something with something, the smallest thing that you got, and it's like, this is all that I have, and you're going to take this from me? You're a culture vulture. You're taking something from me. And, and, and that stems from the feeling of being inferior. Yes. That's where it stems from. Mm -hmm. So if we felt as black people, as a dominant race. Truly. If we truly felt like, I'm tr truly feel like the dominant race, then someone, then a white, a white lady having cornrows would be like, haha, it's trying to be like us. No, not even it wouldn't even go that far. If you truly felt like the dominant race, you want more people to do what you do. Mm. Look at it. Look at it. This is awesome. These people going to the doctor to get hips to look like me. Like that is awesome. These guys are cutting waves in their hair so they could look like me. That's dope. They buying do-rags. You know what? Maybe I should open up a do-rag line because <laughs> and 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 sell it. I'm gonna sell this do-rag line right. to to Mexican people or white people because they're going to do what we're going to do anyway. That's which that's the way you would operate if you were the dominant race. Mentally. Mentally, mentally. More dominant. But when you operate from a place of inferiority, you feel and you look at things that you feel like you should be able to hold on to that never nobody can ever have access to and you look at those things and you just be like you're you're stealing something else from me. You took something else from me. It's like the big brother type, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep, your big brother gonna always be your big brother. Yeah. So like when he when he he already dressed better than you, he already looked better than you, he already get he already got more than you, and then he take your girlfriend. And it's like, bro, why are we so quick to want to fight over something that doesn't even belong to us? Because we don't have none. And that's why we feel like that. Music doesn't belong to anybody. It belongs to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's something it, you share. We share music, it. Music, music is something we share. It's the, one of the few things in life that we all share. So, like, why are we fighting? Why are we fighting over getting mad over who this? Who should be able to do what type of music? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. When you think about that, yo, who should be able to do what type of music is crazy? But not even just music, though, right? Just hairstyles, mm. how we dress, right? Um, hairstyles are a little specific, though. So is how we dress. Right. Let me ask you something. 
is streetwear a black person thing? It's an urban thing. It's an urban thing. Would you what's, call, what's urban mean? I, I knew you were going to say. Let me ask you something. Okay, let's just say. That's a transcendent word for black. Is it, do, you think, do, you think, do you think like streetwear is like a, a black person thing, a black person's style? I don't. Just like your, I, I guess like what's our? What do you a think? Streetwear is a young person style. A young person style. Okay. Um, Hip hop, eighties. What was our style? B boy. B boy. Jumpsuits. Jumpsuits. Things like that, right? Rope chains. Okay. Was European cut suits ever our style? No, it's a European thing. Wasn't it, right? Has slim tailored stuff and we had ever suits. been our has ever been our black people style? It is now. I don't think so. Um like slim cut, fitted, like I I don't really think so. No. Right? I mean nineteen twenties. I'm just saying, yes. Harlem Renaissance. Right? But I'm saying though now You think it was tailored like that? I think it was tailored down. What I'm saying, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But now I know that everywhere you look, we got to have a slim tailor fit, nice to our physique type suit, clothes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not something that we started, Mm-mm. but it's something that we partake in. Mm-hmm. Right? Are we cultural appropriating? Nah, I think that those, that's different. That's fashion. I think, I think. And when I say fashion, I mean like fashion, like for example, our parents in the 70s would wear bell bottoms, but like it wasn't like a specific group of people that was wearing bell bottoms and then people was like, I'm gonna wear bell bottoms. At the, at the runways when they were like, hey, yo, this is gonna be the fashion for the years, they was like, yo, this is what we wanna spread out to the masses. And those are what those looks are. So when you say what our style was, that is a specific style. Like, for example, I would go extreme. Like a cholo, an essay, mm-hmm. they dress a very, very specific way. That's true. So if you dress the way they dress, you can't just be like, ah, oh, man, it's just a, I'm kind of just a fashion thing. Like, nah, you, you're, you're specifically taking it from, they weren't on any runways. They weren't getting any acknowledgement from any of the big designers. Valentino never said like, hey, yo, this is the look that we're going to create. And then we want to spread this out to the masses. It was it was it was for that specific group of people. Um, and just speaking to like why we get upset, I think part of the reason why we get upset is just not getting the credit. And then we're creating something, not getting credit. And then the dominant the dominant race in that situation gets the credit that we never got for what we created by following what we did. And I think that's where the appropriation really like lives. Or- so that, that's where the frustration is because everything you're saying is right, but that's off of the backs of years and years of not getting credit. Mm. It's like off of the backs of years and years of not getting any acknowledgement. Yeah. And like now we'll get much more acknowledgement because we can control our narrative a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, let's, so, is, so cultural appropriation, cultural vultures, do we really consider anyone else that isn't white cultural vultures? Yeah, yeah. Do we? Why, why, why aren't... Um Asians considered culture vultures. I don't know. What? <laughs> maybe, maybe they wear more. Supreme, they wear more supreme than black folks. But who started? Who started supreme? I'm talking. It's just a streetwear brand, right? Like going going back to us talking about streetwear. Streetwear is a, you're saying streetwear is a black thing, right? Yo, but like things like that, if we didn't create it, it's not ours. 
We didn't create it. You talking about Supreme? Or you think, yeah. I'm sure. talking about the style. I'm talking about the style. That, that's more so what I was meant. That's what more so what I was getting okay. at when I said that okay. they were more Supreme than, you know what I mean? Okay. I mean, I'm talking about the, just the streetwear in general. If, if we didn't create it, it's not ours. I don't think that's fair to say. It, uh, re- creation takes resources. So, I, so I, how can something that we didn't create be, be ours? Well, we... What's, we, one thing, you, what's one thing that's ours that we didn't create, I should say? I, Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I believe something that's ours is the 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 hip hop style of the late two thousands, baggy jeans, jerseys. Like we didn't create none of those. That's where that's where they seen the the input for. He was like, oh, you know what? I can. What's my man? The shark name? Um, the black dude. To where he was John. like, Damon, He was like, you know what? I can make jerseys. And he created Fubu for us by us. It was just we. That was the style we were wearing. We were we were. Spending a lot of money, putting a lot of money into that, putting a lot of money into the economy. And he was just like, you know what? Let's how about we create something? So we it's a lot of stuff that we do that we don't get that we don't create. But it's a lot of times we don't have resources. Like when you think about a lowrider, like what you think about? L.A. S.A.s. Like, do you think that lowriders were created in L.A. and created by S.A.s? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, they weren't. Right. But it's just something that they was just like, you know what? This right, is right, ours. Right, like, right, right, right. This is ours. We're gonna do this. I got you. You know, so it's it's a lot of things. Like things take resources. Yeah. The majority of things that people gonna create, we talked about this before. Like the majority of things that people gonna create, it's not gonna come from the people who utilize it the most. Mm. It's just what it's just what it is, you know. But. All people are asking for that say it's, you know, cultural appropriation. And I'm sure it's plenty of other races and ethnicities that feel like other people are infringing on their culture and infringing on their the clothes that they wear and the style that they have and the things that they do. You know, it's I'm sure it's plenty of those people that feel that way. But, you know, they feel that way because they're not getting credit for the origination of the style or whatever it was. You know, like, Duke, you dress a, a certain specific way. If you see somebody who meets you and they dressed a certain way before and they meet you and they kind of hang out with you and they start kind of putting certain stuff together, you'll be like, oh, okay, like, he wearing what I'm wearing, right? But, like, let's say he never acknowledges you and blows up, creates an entire fashion line mm. off of the back of the way you dressed, never gives you credit. They call that shit Wall 22. <laughs> Right? Right. And and he, he does that and never says anything. Bro, you're gonna take it to the streets. Correct. I, I, I agree. It's just that what I'm saying is if I do that too to somebody else, then it's a different argument. And what I'm saying is we all, if we wanna be technical and real, we all appropriate off of other cultures because everything is out in the world for us to share and i said this before once you put it out it's not yours no more straight up once you put it out it's not yours the idea you can you can be the catalyst and you can be the pioneer of it bro but you have no control over what people do with their inspiration with the style right and the world is so big that people aren't just going to like 
at some point, you can start some Jalan, you could be the catalyst of something, and in 10 years, it falls in someone else's lap. It's gone through so many different people before it even got to that person. Mm-hmm. For them to have to acknowledge you. You know what I'm saying? And that, that inspiration you had maybe came from somewhere else, right? So what I'm saying is, I do believe that we take shit from p- each other, but I feel like we all par- partake in that. You know what I'm saying? And that mindset that we all partake in that, it, it makes me slow to be um, just angered or upset or jealous or, you know, whatever when I see other people appropriating culture, right? I'm Nigerian. The world five to ten years ago weren't playing alpha beat music. It would have been awkward to play that shit in the club. You know what I mean? People weren't celebrating like like that, Mm -hmm. right? But now everyone has to have an Afro B song on their album. Facts. And they're not African. Yep. You feel me? And there's people that said, I'm not African and I'm not, I'm different than, I'm, I'm different, I'm American, I'm not African, but still celebrate the music, play the music, put this type of music in their songs or albums or whatever. And I sit back and I'm saying, shit, well, I mean, it be African people trying to rap like American people. It be African artists trying to rap like American artists. What if you're an American artist and you try to rap like... I'm just saying, though, like, it's like the reason the African artists can't be like... That's oh, you where the appropriation lives. Right what? there. Right there. Where? Because so, that's the dominant. What? If you're what? African? No. No. If you're American? If you're American, like, if I'm American... And I start saying, oh, this Indian sound is kind of on the buzz. And you start rapping like them. And I start doing that. And I blow up off of it. And you blow up. In America. In America. Yeah, I mean. That's where the appropriation co- lives. That's correct. That's, that's what Drake be doing. I think Drake is one of the biggest appropriators of all time. Drake, Drake's one of my favorite artists. But if that's, if that's what we're saying, that's, that's what he be doing. He he'll he'll hear an accent and hop on and and flip the whole accent and have a whole he'll have three songs on the album with a Jamaican accent. You'd be like, yo, I ain't even know this dude was Jamaican like this dude Canadian. Yeah, and I I agree, but I've also seen that Afro Beats blew up. He had a lot to do with Afro Beats blowing up in America, which is the biggest like hub in the world. Right, so if you get America, you get you get everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, if you get America, you get everywhere. Right, I would even argue that America celebrated Afrobeats, made music in Africa bigger. Yep. You feel me? Because they're looking at the oh, these guys is captured America now. Okay, let's let's these guys is it, right? So like, I think that everything is symbiotic, man. And I feel like I take from you, you take from me. I take from your culture, you take from my culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I just think that's how it is, man. I feel like I'm of that position where it's just like, I, I, I accept that. Yeah. I accept that. And if I don't accept that, then I'm fighting everybody for trying to culture appropriate mm-hmm. because I can look at everything we do as this is ours. Mm-hmm. You know, the way we rap, the way we dance, how we dress, how we, the tattoos we have, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. The words, everything. I, w- I will say this about Drake. I said he's one of the biggest appropriators of all time, but 
in just context in the way that we speak in, I love what Drake does. Me too. I love what Drake does because Drake doesn't just use it and like not say anything. Like Drake will bring that artist. Yeah. Onto his song, you know, Drake will bring that artist onto his album. Drake will do a song with that artist. I think, I think one of the biggest things for Drake, you know, as we talking about him, that I think that makes him so dope, that he's helping the world out with actually is making the world smaller, to where it's, ayo, let's just all we we we're here now. We don't live in a time to where everything was so separated and segregated to where, hey, yo, if you're on the West Coast, you have to sound like a West Coast rapper. Mm -hmm. If you're in the South, you have to sound like a Southern rapper. If you're in the East, you have to sound like a New York rapper. Cause <laughs> but Drake was like, I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to go to New Orleans. I'm going to sound how they sound. I'm going to let them know that it's cool to change your sound and your cadence mm -hmm. up. Okay, cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to do a song. I'm going to do a song um, um, with an Afro Beats artist. I'm going to let them know it's cool to sound like this. It's all right. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring Skepta to America and let him let him do his thing so people could know, like, yo, it's okay to intermingle and it's okay to do those things. As we speak about music like that, I think people just begin to look at everything kind of like that. The world is getting so much smaller, mm -hmm. so much smaller. I could see, I could see you wearing certain outfits that you would have never worn 20 years ago, but because we have access to it and people could see certain outfits, it can even appeal to the eye to where it's like, oh, shoot, Duke got a poncho on today. He kind of he kind of rocked that. He like kinda, he, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard how he did that, yep. right? Like, But nobody's going to say you appropriating. Like, you kind of just putting it together. You're just putting it on. And I, I just, I think the time has to transition. I think in the first half, we more so were speaking to the feelings of what people felt. Second half, I think we're being a little bit more honest with the reality of the situation and the time that we're in right mm -hmm. now. We're in a time to where things overlap mm -hmm. and it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yep. Like, you know, we was, we was talking about this earlier. Black women wear blonde hair. Mm. There's no black people with blonde hair. None. And if there are... <laughs> you know, so like it's like, but you feel like it looked good. You seen it somewhere. Mm -hmm. It wasn't on your mama, mm. and it wasn't on, it wasn't on those that small group of black people that it wasn't from them. You know, it wasn't. Let's just be real. But again, back to the definition. I don't want to get away from the definition. The definition is of one social or ethnic group members of another typically dominant. Right. So pretty much what the definition says is actually ruling out anybody who you are inferior to. So correct. So that's why the only people that can appropriate by definition is white people by definition. I mean, I because, because there's, because of their superior, their perceived, their perceived dominance in society. I mean, yeah. let's not just say perceived. Like, white people still have more resources. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the same exact way we broke this down. I know we're getting a little long winded here, but just just to get this information out, Duke, as your as you have your brand, the part of the reason why you can't sell your your clothes for cheaper is because you can't order as many SKUs as a Nike can order. So. 
right there, we're just simply talking about resources. You literally can sell the same exact thing as Nike and they'll sell it. They'll sell it much more expensive, but yours will be around the same price. And yours is simply just based off of your margins. Yours isn't based off of like, yo, I'm trying to make so much more money. Yours are right there based off of your margins. And people are like, why are you selling it for the same price as Nike? I have to sell it at this price. Mm -hmm. They want to sell it at that price. But they have the resources to get 100,000 pieces when Duke only get 100. Mm -hmm. So when people say appropriation, they say an appropriation because they can make that, what you, what you discovered or what you made cool, faster, way faster than you can. Mm. And that's why you don't get any credit for it. So that, that's the part that makes it really tough is the mm. resources. And that's why they speak into the superiority or the dominant race or the dominant person in a situation. That's why I think the big brother, little brother was a good analogy because it's like, yo, bro, of course you could get my girl. You're two years older than her and you drive a car. Mm. Of course. I don't drive a car yet. Mm-hmm. I don't drive yet. Like you got every you got everything that she would want. Let me have just let me have something. Mm-hmm. And that's where the appropriation come from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So we are out of time, guys. Um, so we got a wrap. Unfortunately, I know you guys are gonna miss us and all. But fellas, you guys got anything left to say? Yeah, I do, man. I want to know everyone's thoughts in the comments below about well, for the viewers, listeners, man. I got on some new uh, potential, nice, neat merch. Ooh-wee. You know what I mean? We- Trying some things out, man. Want to know y'all feedback, man. Drop it in the comments below. Are you liking it? You feeling it? It's official survey. This is official survey. No, seriously. Seriously. We want to know. So we, let me see the side. Let me we see want the to side. know. Oh. You know, throw the nice and neat on there. Oh. Looking yeah. real nice and neat. Yeah. So, yeah, just curious about y'all feedback. You know, we, we, we're in a space where we want to start putting out some merch, man, and um, keeping y'all dripped in some of our dopest things that we've said and, and done over, over the past four seasons. So, yeah, just we, we're ready to get this thing going. You know what I mean? And, and fresh, really y'all. We fresh, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. We're trying, we trying to keep week. y'all fresh. I got something for y'all yeah. next week. We, we, trying to, mm-hmm. we definitely got something else, too. We, we, got, we actually got a, a few different things that we're trying okay. to roll out, but we definitely would love y'all feedback. So just drop it in the comments below. If you're listening, get to the computer ASAP once you, once you finish driving or whatever it is that you're doing. Check out the merch, the hat that I got on, and give us that feedback. John, you got anything? I just want y'all to see what I put on next week. All right. Breaking out the merch. Okay. Straight like that. Straight like that. Uh, But yeah, guys, appreciate you guys for listening, giving us your time. Thank you for watching. Um, Really appreciate you guys for just like rocking with us and being patient with us. We know we've been been gone, but we back. We back. So make sure you follow us on on all streaming platforms, follow us on all social platforms. Uh, follow us on Instagram individually. Follow Jalan at just.jalan, Omar at omar.bolden, and myself at Duke. Um, and yeah, much, big lo- shit coming. much love, much gratitude, guys. Um, yeah, man. Until next time, I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. This is another episode of Nice and Neat, and that's that on that. Peace. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or else get left behind. Yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.